Welcome to Help and Hope, a podcast of CCEF. Hi, this is Alastair Groves, here hosting In the Counselor's Room, a special series on Help and Hope. We're taking the time to look at what we do in counseling and look at some of the concrete practices, minute details, specific phrases that we would find ourselves using, and just ask, why do we do this, and why is it helpful? Today, I'm in the counseling room with Mike Emlett. Mike, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Alistair. Question for you, Mike. Um, You've got a medical background, and I know you've thought a lot about the interaction between our bodies and the things we feel, uh, our spirits. Uh, You've said... um, how important it is to take the body seriously in counseling. And I actually had the opportunity to, to watch you do that in a given counseling relationship uh, in ways that I thought were very helpful. I wonder if you could just say a little bit about how do you think about when to address issues of the body in counseling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's always on my mind. And part of that is because it is a, it's a reflection of our our biblical anthropology. I mean, how, how God, God has made us body and spirit creatures. And so I, I think it's critical to, to keep in mind that we're not ministering to disembodied souls. Um, that we, we are ministering to enfleshed uh, human beings. And so just as we want to understand the broader context of a counselee's life, their, their relationships, the unique pressures that they face uh, in the circumstances of life, I want to be attentive to the potential bodily um, pressures and aspects of their lives as well. So I think it's just being faithful to the way that God has God has made us to keep that uh, to keep that in mind. So I guess I, what to say is I, I'm always asking that question. What is there any is there anything here that I'm seeing that I that I need to consider uh, as a as a ministry pri- priority from a from a physical a physical perspective. Okay. Mike, that, that's really helpful. And I find myself wondering, um, looking at my own ministry, thinking about other folks I've talked to in the broader CCEF world, or even just counseling that has a, a Christian uh, bent or perspective uh, anywhere on that range. And I think this body-soul question can be a really tricky one for us. Most of the conversations I have had, I have found people that I know feeling... Um, I guess reluctant to address issues of the body, either because I think they feel not fully competent uh, to to diagnose medical conditions or whatever it might be, or because they feel like they are uh, they're kind of chickening out. If if there's a body problem that they start going after, mm-hmm. are they letting someone off the hook for spiritual problems that may be parallel with it, side by side with it, influenced by it? Yeah. Um, can you can you give an example, or can you respond to that? concern that I at least find in some of my conversations? Sure. I mean, you're, you're highlighting a couple things. Um, one is that it's, it's, not, uh, it's not our role um, as, as biblical counselors or pastoral counselors to diagnose uh, medically. So 
that's ultimately that responsibility doesn't rely or doesn't reside within us. So I, I, what I think is really critical um, is to is to ask the questions and to keep that possibility open in terms of what uh, and what factors may may play a role. I can give an example from today, uh, just today, earlier today, and someone I was counseling where you didn't need a medical degree to, to kind of ask the questions and, and ascertain that, oh, there's, there's some things going on here beyond, uh, beyond the heart, if you will, that, that are important to look at. And here's the example. It was um, a, a young man uh, c- came in with his father that I've been counseling uh, for scrupulosity, uh, OCD with a, if you will, religious flavor. And he's been doing really well. Um, but uh, over the last week or so, um, he's, he's had more, more struggle. And as we, as we started asking questions about, well, what's changed? You know, um, I mean, there are certainly, there were some circumstantial changes. He's now out of school uh, for the summer, so there's more time on his hands. Perhaps that's a factor. Um, he's been uh, helping out with a vacation Bible school, so there's maybe a, a more intense exposure to things in the Word, and so that, that may be playing a role. But I thought also a significant factor was that he's had a real flare in his allergies and he hasn't been sleeping much at all uh, over the last three or four days. And so that, I mean, again, it doesn't take someone with a medical degree to say, wow, sleep is important. I know what happens to me when, when I don't sleep well for, for several days. Um, there are unique pressures that, that start to develop in terms of I'm, I'm more tenden- have greater tendency to irritation, anger, uh, impatience, anxiety. So all that to say is, yeah, so we spent some, you know, not a huge portion of the session, but some part of the session just talking about, well, how, how might that be remedied? Um, what are some very concrete things that we could do to help with that? Hmm. Makes sense. Uh, did you find anything in the session that was uh, the miracle sleep cure or anything that... <laughs> no, I wish. I mean, actually, we talked about, uh, we talked about pillows. <laughs> uh, we talked about not taking, uh, not taking naps during the day that may make it more difficult to, uh, to fall asleep at night if he, if he does that. So kind of simple, common sense things. Um, but I think part of the, the total ministry uh, to him, rather than just saying, uh-oh, you know, there's some, there's some major heart issue here that's erupted that has, uh, that is causing him to have some slippage in his, in his growth. I, don't, I actually don't think that's the, the, the case. Um, so th- some of those other factors I talked about certainly may be, may be factors, but the physical piece definitely, I think, played a role. Um, Mike, am I? Uh, go ahead. Well, going back to also to your kind of the second issue you raised, um, if we focus on bodily issues, are we somehow abdicating responsibility? Um, I don't. I don't necessarily think so. I mean, I think it. It depends. I mean, I think it's possible if if you feel like the body is this kind of disconnected thing that if there's something wrong with the body, somehow you're off the hook before God. Sure. Then you can say, "Well, my brain made me do it, or my body made me do it, and that doesn't." And some somehow I'm not responsible. But that's not true. We live body and soul. 
okay, body and spirit before the living God. So um, even if something, even if there's something very powerfully going on in the body, um, we we still we still stand before the living God. Um, it does, I think, impact our ministry priorities as we move towards someone, um, but it doesn't mean that that person, if you will, it, it doesn't matter um, because we always live before God, body and soul. Mike, that makes a lot of sense, and I, I guess I find myself, even just as I hear you saying that, just reflecting on the larger category of mercy ministry, mm-hmm. ministry that that impacts someone's situation. And as biblical counselors, we've been careful to say, your situation can never make you sin. Your body can't make you sin. Other people can't make you sin. Your past can't make you sin. But they can sure have a lot of influence on your temptations, and they can pressure you in different directions. Um, and I think, uh, I think we all love it when Jesus heals people physically. And we all know what he's talking about when he says, you know, take heart, your sins are forgiven. And, you know, that you may know that the thing has been accomplished, that this important ministry uh, can, in fact, be done by me, the Son of Man. I'll I'll heal you as well. And there's always that sort of both-and mentality to the body-soul approach that Jesus takes. And you're kind of taking this to a very concrete level with, well, pillows could be a part of alleviating someone's pressure, suffering, and temptation in a way that... uh, it's just sort of an obvious step towards helping them grasp at the, the things that we're talking about on the heart level. Is that a fair connection? Absolutely. Yeah. That's. I mean, in other words, there. Are, it's it's any it's an appropriate agenda of ministry to to help someone physically, um, and you see that. I mean, you just il- illustrated that uh, as the kingdom comes in Jesus Christ. That That is a part of, of the coming of the kingdom, the relief of suffering and the uh, the overthrow of the dominion of sin. But both are uh, aspects of what, of what Jesus is doing. Well, Mike, I think we've covered everything there could possibly be to say about the relationship of body and soul. <laughs> I so doubt with that, our, Alistair. <laughs> with our work well done, uh, I think we'll, uh, we'll end here. Mike, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. For more information about CCEF courses, conferences, publications, and other resources, visit us on the web at ccef.org.